You're listening to the Whistleway Podcast. On this episode, Kyle and Brian talk all things lead generation, discussing the types of leads, their value, and the cost of each. Then Brian shares an item that sheds light on his videos, while Kyle shares a service that helps him stay in the zone while answering emails. Now roll that intro. Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle with EXP Realty out of San Diego. My name is Brian Kochi. I like it. You didn't want to go deep today? No, you're just going to keep it simple. I like it. All right, guys. So the goal of the show here on the Whistle Way Podcast, we want to give you the tools and techniques that you need to go out there and succeed in business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or any business. We want to give you the techniques and tools that are going to help you absolutely crush it and blow your competition out of the water. If you want to subscribe to the show or uh, watch some videos, right? we put this on podcasts, we put this up on YouTube. So if you want to watch what we're doing in here, sometimes we might talk about some things, might be helpful to see them. Um, or you have questions that you want us to answer on the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com. You can subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, and join our Facebook group, The Whistle Way. And the format of the show is that we like to answer the questions that you guys have. So instead of guessing at what's important to you, we just ask you. And the way we do that is look in that Facebook group. And you guys ask questions and here we are on the show and we're going to answer them. So what are we answering today, Mr. Kochi? So we get lots of questions and we've gone really deep in the past. I want to start at step one. We've gone through, you know, step two through a million. I want to start at step one. I'm going to go deep on this one though. Good. Better be ready. So... Before you do the follow-up, before you do the open houses, before you do all of this stuff, how do you get someone that is interested in buying or selling a house, as we commonly refer to them as a lead? How how do you find them? How do you get them? How do you where do you find them? For sure. So there's a lot of ways to go with this, um, and a lot of times I like to look at things like a funnel. Um, so we look at things that are top of funnel, meaning these are people that tend to have low intent mm-hmm. um, with things down at the bottom of the funnel having much higher intent. So, and so you have more at the top than you do at the bottom. Correct. And, and your job is to bring them from the top and bring, just like you would pouring water in a funnel, the goal is to bring it from the top to the bottom. Wow, that, that was a good analogy. I like that. Um, so as- Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> um, so the- the way that this funnel works, if we think about the top of the funnel, like what is a way that we can get a lot of leads at a very low cost? Well, there's a few different ways that you can do that. You can do things like calling expired, canceled for sale by owner listings. There's services out there that you could pay 50 bucks, 100 bucks a month, and you're going to get dozens and dozens and dozens of leads for you to call. So the cost per lead tends to be extremely inexpensive. And I don't, I don't know if those are top of funnel People. Well, this is a, a different type of funnel. Okay. This isn't okay. a pipeline. This is more of a funnel. Okay. Um, and so when you're at that top of the, this particular funnel that I'm describing to you, there is a lot of these leads and the cost is very low for these leads. The only problem is that the intent of these leads is not always the highest. The conversion rate of these leads is not always the highest. So, um, so not necessarily the intent to buy, but the intent actually, the to intent, work with you. The intent, I, I should probably, I, uh, I think I... We should just cut it, but this is a podcast. And you don't get to cut stuff. So I, I mean, you could. There. Um, you could, but we're not going to, right? The, the goal here, and we teach this in video, is just keep going even when you screw up. So the conversion rate is what I meant to say. Um, so the cost is low, 
the quantity is high, but the conversion rate's extremely low. Okay. Um, and it's tough. Calling expires is not for everybody. Getting on the phone and having to call 100, 200 people just to get one or two conversations in um, and getting your ass kicked by a bunch of them, that's not the most fun thing. But there's some people that thrive off of it. They excel and they enjoy it. That would um, not be me. Yeah, not me either. But we got some people in the office here every day at like 7, 8 o'clock dialing those expired. So you can get those very inexpensive. There's services out there. We use Vulcan 7 for that data. Um, there's Espresso Agent, Mojo. There's a lot of different services that can provide you that data. So very inexpensive. A few hundred bucks a month, you could get hundreds of leads a month. Um, but the conversion rate on those tends to be on the low side. Um, so then you can work your way down the funnel a little bit. Um, so next up, we have social media leads. Um, so generating leads on Facebook, very inexpensive. We're generating leads at a cost per lead somewhere in the five to ten dollar a lead range. Um, four to five dollars. We're down four to five right now. Okay, yeah, four to five bucks. Yeah, ask the guy who actually runs the ads, right? I mean, it's it depends on the the leads. I mean, there's times where we get nothing for twenty five dollars spend, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Average so we'll about call it five dollars a lead on average. Yeah. Very inexpensive to generate those leads. Um, but the thing with those leads is they never searched for real estate. You just pushed real estate in front of them. They saw a picture that grabbed their attention or a headline that grabbed their attention, clicked it, ultimately became a lead. So they don't have a whole lot of intent on purchasing. Um, as a result, the conversion rate isn't the highest, but at least it's somebody who clicked, provided you their contact info. Those expireds, those visibles didn't provide you the contact info. You just found the info and, and went out there and went after it. Um, and one other one that I would kind of attach up there with Fizbo and Expired, maybe even a little higher up the funnel would be like door knocking um, because those those actually cost you nothing. Those just cost you, cost you some sweat equity. But those guys have zero intention of buying or selling. You're just hoping you knock enough doors, build enough rapport with people, it's going to turn into something. Conversion rate's not the highest, but it's literally free. It just costs you sweat equity. Circle dialing as well. Circle yeah. dialing in the neighborhood. Yeah, so you could mm -hmm. circle dial. So right top top of funnel, which are the least expensive, um, but also tend to have the lowest conversion rate would be door knocking. It would be circle dialing. I think a little bit, there's more intent on an expired or FISBO, right? Because they at least show they want to sell their house. Then we come down to social media leads, roughly five bucks a lead. I don't know, might be cheaper in your area, might be a little bit more, but around that. Um, then we go down the funnel again, and now we go to pay-per-click leads. So this could be Google AdWords, this could be Bing, this could be Yahoo. Um, and these are where you're running ads and you're paying money to rank for something like San Diego Homes for Sale. Now, our cost per lead on these is around $15 to $20 for these leads. And these so are buyer leads? They typically are buyer leads. You can also run uh, pay-per-click ads for seller leads. And what we found is when we're doing pay-per-click for seller leads, they're typically two to three times more expensive. Than the buyers, mm -hmm. yes. So the benefit here is the intent's a little bit higher because they actually went online and searched Homes for sale in San Diego, homes for sale in Santee. So there's a little bit more intent there. As a result, the conversion rate goes up. Um, so more money, but higher conversion rate. Then you go down the funnel. Next step, you're looking at the portal leads. So when we talk about portals, it's Zillow, Realtor, Trulia, Homes, um, some of those big sites like that. And now the conversion rate on those tends to be much higher, as does the cost. You're talking, depending on your market, anywhere 50, 100, 200, I've seen up to $400 a lead on some of these websites. And now they're going, some of them are going referral. Some are going straight referral model. Um, and so the benefit of these is now, first, these people not only just searched Google homes for sale, they actually went to a website. And then on that website, they found a particular home for sale and they inquired on that particular home. Um, so the level of intent is much higher, they're much further down the funnel. As a result, they have a much higher conversion rate. So again, you're gonna spend more money, but you're gonna have a higher conversion rate. Um, and then my favorite, 
What's what's the bottom of the funnel? What's the best lead? Well, can I guess? Go for it. So it's sphere. Yeah. And there it is. Yeah. Or more more holy your database. Um. So that's those are my favorite types of leads because they don't really cost anything. Like you might be not co- not anymore. Yeah. I mean, you might be listening to this on your phone. You might be watching this on YouTube. Your computer that you're watching this on, or your phone that you're listening to this on. You literally have leads in the palm of your hand. You're just not doing anything with them. Um, so the cost per lead is nothing. Um, and the conversion rate is going to be a lot higher because these are your friends. These are people that already know you, like you, and trust you. When you're calling that lead that came from realtor.com or you're calling that Google AdWords lead or you're calling that expired, they don't necessarily know you. So the conversion rate's not going to be as high. Or like you or trust you. Yeah, but when you're talking to your friends that you talk to on a regular basis, like I'll be putting three deals in escrow this week all with friends um, or past clients, right? People that I already know. These guys know me, like me, and they trust me. And a lot of them already referred you business from their friends. Yeah, so as a result, the cost is the lowest and the conversion rate's the highest. So if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, You've got to focus on your database. That is the foundation of your business. Whenever, you know, I've been in this business for over a decade now. And when I look every single year, whether it's me personally or my team, the top two lead sources, it's always going to be the database and referrals from the database. That database includes Sphere. That includes past clients, right? Includes all of those. But those are always going to be your highest converting lead sources because they already know you like and trust you, which is three things that have to happen before somebody works with you. All right. So you have... Right now, let me say I give you $1,000. I'm not really giving you $1,000. But if I gave you $1,000 to get sales, yeah. what would you do that with that $1,000? Um, I would I would do two things. Okay. Uh, first, I would go database heavy. So I would get all my database. I would get it into a system. Um, hopefully, you're with a brokerage that provides you a badass system. If you're not, call me. Uh, we'll get <laughs> you into a brokerage that does provide a badass system. And a, um, a CRM you're talking about. So ideally, a, yeah. Boomtown, a CRM KV Core. Is, a CRM would be, there are systems that are just purely a CRM, like a follow-up boss yep. or a line desk. Yep. So a CRM versus a platform or a system are different. I just um, want to make sure we're clear that on a couple that exist. So yeah. Excel, your phone book, Microsoft Office, those are not I'll, I'll take CRMs. that. I mean, it's better than nothing. I'll take okay. it. Right. Okay. But ideally, you have a, a full platform. Um, like a Boomtown, like a KV Core, something along those lines, Commissions Inc. Um, you want to have a system like that. So first thing, I would just, this costs nothing because brokers providing it, take all of your database and put it into one of these systems. Um, organize it, categorize people, tag them, put some notes on who they are, how you know them, have you done transactions with them, get your database organized. And then I would throw an event. It okay. doesn't have to be a lot of money. Just do a happy hour. Just invite all of your database out and just say, hey, this is an easy phone call to make. You're calling your database. If you call your database, like, hey, what's new? Uh, any thoughts of buying or selling? Like, that's probably not going to be a good phone call. No. But if you call your entire database and you're like, hey, what's up, man? I'm actually putting a happy hour together for you know my closest friends and family and my clients. I'd love for you to come out. It's going to be here. And just put a $500 spend down on that bar tab. Okay. And so just th- invite Do you buy the first round? Do you buy drinks all night? What do you do? You just buy one drink. You don't want to be responsible for people getting wasted. So when they come, you say, hey, come to the event. Come find me. I'll have a drink ticket for you. And now the beauty of that is they've got to come and talk to you. Cool. And then you hand them the drink ticket. You get your conversation and you see where it goes from there. 
Um, so making sure your entire database knows you're in real estate because there's people that don't because some of you are what is referred to as a secret agent. James they don't Bond. even know you're in real estate. So make sure they all know you're in real estate. I'd spend half my money on that. Okay. And I'd spend the other half of my money on open house signs. Okay. Um, open I, house signs cost with the A-frame or the Diablo stake plus the sign. How much does that cost per one? Um, depending on how you order, 25 30 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Just depending on if you do wireframes or Diablo stakes or A-frames, like there's a lot of ways to do it, but <coughs> let's call it 25, 30 bucks a piece. Okay. I would invest $500 in that. Okay. Um, because it's an investment. It's not a one-time thing. Um, and this is something you're going to get to use over and over and over and over again. So I love open houses and I know I didn't include it in my funnel, but hey, it's okay. And what do you put on those open house signs? I'm a fan of less is more. Uh, do so not, just say open house? Do not put your face on your open house signs. Okay. okay. Here's a rule. When somebody's doing billboard advertising, they typically want to be seven words or less on a billboard. Some of you guys want to put your face, which takes up half the bill or half of the uh, of the open house sign. But and see, then you, you want to put You've got so much room where we could put text right here. Yeah, you could put text over my forehead because <laughs> I have a giant forehead. Um, so less is more, right? If you put your face on there, now you're taking up valuable real estate. Like a billboard can be like 40 feet wide. Um, and 20 feet tall, yet you've got something that's a foot and a half by two foot and you want to put your face on it. Like that, that's just silly to do. So don't put your face on there. Um, less is more, put your brand name, put your name and put an arrow that says open house. That's it. A lot of people want to put their phone numbers on there. They want to put their email addresses, their websites. The more you put on there, the less people are going to be able to actually see, right? A uh, billboard that's 40 feet wide has five to seven words on it. Yet you want to put 30 words on your tiny little sign and your freaking face on it. The thing is, these are opportunities to brand yourself. You want to do something that people are going to be able to see easily and read as they're driving by, right? If they're not on their phone texting while they're driving, maybe they'll actually look at your sign and might remember your name, especially if they see it over and over and over and over again in the same neighborhood. But they can Google your name. They can't Google your face. True. So don't put your face on your signs. Probably, depending on what state or city, I don't know how it works, but probably you need your BRE or DRE number on there as well. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. I mean, talk to whatever your state rules are. Like, you probably have some compliance stuff, so be compliant. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I love open house signs because I get to use them over and over and over and over and over. I'm a huge fan of open house leads. Why? Because I get to meet them face to face. Like, when I'm chasing down internet leads, I've got to go through... 20, 30, 40, 50, sometimes 100 to get one person to even meet with me. Well, I do an open house, and if I market it effectively, which I think we've done a podcast on this before, um, and we'll link that up in the, the show notes, I could do a good open house, and I could have 20 or 30 people come by in a matter of hours. Yep. So do I want to get 20 or 30 people by in a matter of hours, or do I want to have to follow up with 100 people to get one person to meet with me? So I love open houses. I get to meet people face-to-face. -face. They can't run away from me. They can't hang up on me. They're not going to cuss me out. Right? They might I mean, not like me. They, they might, might just cold shoulder me, but I'm not getting yelled at. Right? People tend to get real tough when you're making those expired calls and they cuss you out all over the place. Um, that's not happening at an open house. I've never been cussed out at an open house. Good. Well, yeah. that's, a, that's a good way to figure out how to get started with leads. I like the funnel. It's kind of a different type of funnel than what we've talked about in the past. So that, that threw me for a second. Um, but I really like that second exercise where if you had a thousand bucks. Cool. Um, that's that. I want to lead us into our widget. Yeah. So one of the things we like to do on the show and wrap up every time is give you a little widget. We call it the whistle widget of the week. And this is something that we're utilizing in our business to either 
create more time or create more income for us. Um, we are all about time is something I personally obsess over. Um, and oh, money is something we tend to like a little bit too. So mm -hmm. we always want to share a little something we're using in our business. Brian, what are you going to share with us today? So today it doesn't save me time or money. So that's great. Um, I wanted to go a little bit deeper. If, if you have a videographer and, and they're either watching or they're not, send this to them. But the thing that I chose really um, shed some light on a lot of different situations. Um, and what that is, is it's one of my new lights. So I got this on Black Friday. I got two of these lights. We're actually using it in the podcast studio now. If you are on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. I'm about to turn it on and off. Um, but this is a really bright light. I got two of them. It's called the Klar Illumi Max 300, something like that. Um, so I got two of these lights and a couple modifiers right for about 1100 bucks. Um, and what's really great about these is they're super bright. They're good. They're okay during the day, but they're great as light gets darker. Um, and we used it in the podcast studio to see kind of just bouncing it off the wall to give us bring in more light. So if you're watching on YouTube, um, obviously the light is on now. Let me see if I can, that's with the light off, which it doesn't look all that good here, but when you look at it on the camera, it's a big, big difference. So having that, that light on or off has, um, it just makes it a, a higher quality production. Could we use it for Rembrandt lighting? Yes. Yes. Okay. We should do that. Okay. All right, guys, my widget of the week. This is something that I think every realtor should invest in. Um, and this is a service that connects to your Gmail and helps you remember things because us realtors tend to forget things quite often. Um, and when I say forget things, it could be I sent somebody an email and I forget to make sure they follow up, make sure that I, if I send somebody a counter that they actually got the counter and respond back to me. Um, this service can allow me to send an email and say, if this person does not reply to my email, automatically remind me in an hour, remind me in two hours, remind me in a day, remind me in a week if they don't reply, which is awesome because especially let's say you're submitting an offer. Like if I submit an offer and I ask the agent to confirm receipt and they don't confirm receipt in four hours, I'm going to call that agent and say, Hey man, just want to follow up. Make sure you got the offer. All right. You don't, the last thing you want to do is submit an offer for your client and realize the agent never saw it. So, um, you could use it for stuff like that. Another thing I love with this service is that, um, when I get in a zone with emails, I love to just lock in and crush as many as I can. Um, and I learned this when I was doing my test prep many years ago is they tell you to just draw a line, um, on like the right hand quarter of the page. And as you're going through the test, answer everything that you can. If any question takes you more than 10 or 15 seconds to answer, just write that question number down on the side, come back to it later. You've got to get in your zone. Just like when you're playing basketball, you get in a zone. The last thing you want to do when you get in your zone and you're playing basketball is get, go sit down on the bench. Like when you're in that zone, you're in rhythm, you're just making shot after shot after shot. You don't want to break your rhythm and shut it down. So this allows you to do that with email where you're going through. I'll be like, oh man, that's going to take a little time to digest. Like for me, that's more than two sentences because that's about as much as my attention span holds. So if I see something with more than two, um, two minutes, I can actually say, hey, send this email back to me in an hour or send it back to me this afternoon or tomorrow morning. Um, and the, so the service that I use to do this is called Boomerang and Boomerang connects directly to your Gmail account and is an absolute game changer. Excellent. So, and is it free? Does it cost? 
Um, there is a free version and then there's paid versions as well. So just depending on how frequently you use it, it depends if you can get away with the free version or not. I cannot because I use it probably 30, 40 times a day. Yeah. And it's pretty inexpensive. I think it's a couple bucks a month, four or five at most. It's very reasonable. Yeah. So check it out. Boomerang for Gmail. All right, guys, that's going to bring us to the end of the show. Again, if you want to... Uh, subscribe to the show. You can do that via thewhistleway.com. That'll connect you with both the podcast and the YouTube channel. And if you have questions that you want to have us answer here on the show, you can always do that on our Facebook group, which you will be connected to via thewhistleway.com. And if you guys are enjoying the show, give us a little thumbs up on YouTube, write a comment, let us know what your takeaways were. Or if you're listening to the podcast, give us a little rating on there as well. That stuff really helps us out so that more people can learn about the Whistle Way podcast. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully you guys got some value out of the show. Ryan. That's it. That's it. Adios. Thanks for tuning in.